We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. I hope that it can occur in a, a civil way, and I, 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 I mean civil in a special way, I, peaceful. The biggest question, in, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decade, will be what to do with all these useless people. I just see the need for such a dialogue, and I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. We are 40 months into two weeks to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. Johnny Anderson alongside Ned for non-political, we hope, uh, world affairs on Wednesday. How you doing, Ned? <laughs> I'm fine. Um, yeah, because um, I was so, uh, so impressed and driven because the other day when you said to Bruce, you're tired of the political stuff and it's about time we got back to doing some sciencey things. So yes. I then thought... Well, yeah, what should we talk about? And then something bounced into my brain that although all this garbage that has been going on for the last few years, something happened which was really, really amazing while everybody was locked down and especially at the time of year when it happened. Now, yes, it was during COVID and I get the horrible name at the way, but on Christmas Day 2021, a project that was over 20 years in the making, right, got its launch right and it was the james webb telescope right and it was launched on ariana 5 on christmas day and i wonder how many people watched it or how many people had it come through their media yeah as usual like most science projects it had been running on for so many years it went over budget right and they went to your um what they call it your house of congress and obviously talked scrounged and over the time and it nearly got cancelled more than once it was different because everybody used to sit back and think well is this going to be another hubble when they turned it on and it didn't work and so this was always sitting behind them but the big difference between it and hubble is hubble was managed to be put into orbit around earth and it was pushed out of a shuttle bay wasn't it it was yeah. so it was taken up there and it was yeah and it was put out there and it didn't work initially but they did get over that and some wonderful pictures have come back since mm -hmm. yeah and it is it, it, it's it's been excellent this yeah? by the way this is mm -hmm. uh the picture of saturn that it took uh when was this this was uh, about a month ago to the day yeah uh, and that's that's fascinating. I've, I don't think I've ever seen a picture of Saturn quite like oh, that. Oh, oh, man, man. The first picture it took, which I'll tell you about later on. I, I remember. Right? the, And this was released this afternoon, by the way. NASA released mm -hmm. this this afternoon. This is a uh, an image of the Ring Nebula. This is the closest we've ever seen it. Yeah, I know. And I'll tell you why as well. I like following. I mean, I never gave up following um, space projects and stuff like that because I grew up in that time in the 60s and stuff. And 
I remember, <laughs> I remember telling my wife and I said, there's going to be a magazine coming out which will trigger the new space run and people start talking about it again and stuff like that. And it happened and she said, oh, this magazine's going to And I said, yeah, it's been so many years, bang, and off it comes again. And it keeps up to date. And it, it, it was the trigger that our science has caught up because the Apollo missions and everything was done on a, done on a string. Nice, mm -hmm. isn't it? And this was the first picture that it took. Yeah. yeah. And that was July the 12th. And do you know how far back that's looking? That is each one of those that I could, and you can clearly see that each one of those are a galaxy. That is, that is unbelievable. And why that are they absolutely so, unbelievable. why are they so close knit together? Do you think? I'm assuming because of the, uh, the actual lens on the, the no, telescope, no, why no, they, they've no, kind of. No, no, The idea of the James Webb telescope, one of the ideas or one of the main ideas was because light travels at a constant speed so you've uh -huh. got this wavelength right it's say okay right if we look at the sun right the image we get is eight minutes old that's true yes yeah so yeah. if you then you can look back in time and that is the idea you can look back in time and that picture oh, yes. is over 13 billion years ago yeah 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 because the that light is why they're the so close-knit yeah you're that right. is why it's so close-knit yeah. So basically, from then, they all expanded out. So that was like the beginning, yeah, or as close enough to what, other than the Big Bang, as they call it, or whatever. Yeah. Uh -huh. So the universe was expanding and expanding, and it, it really took off. So if you can imagine, that was the first picture. And you know, the only worst thing about that picture, it was they had a... What would you say? A media show of it, and your president was sitting there oh, talking about to? it. Do we have to have that? Really? Did <laughs> that, that was the 12th of July. That, that, yeah, no, that was done on the 12th of July. Yes, they had to go and involve that git. But, but the thing is, right, this is so much more bigger than the Hubble. In fact, it's so much more big. What was amazing about it is what they had to do to make it work, right? So the Hubble's a telescope, it's in Earth orbit, right? So basically, um, what they had to do was they had to put this in a position in orbit. Um, so they, so um, do you know, do you know what um, uh, what they call a, a Langragian um, point is in the uh, solar system? There's five of them. I do not. Right. Each astronomical body that has, uh, is big enough to have a gravity well, right? has one of these points, yeah? Now, the L2 point, which is about a million and a half miles away, is where they wanted to put this, right? And that L2 point, there's five of them, and it's basically, uh, it's different points within the solar system where Earth's gravitational well and the Sun's gravitational well, right, are set up at where at these points, the gravity gives it an orbit of similar to an Earth year. So they can set it up. So you you will have a you will have all these different points for different astronomical bodies, say between Jupiter and Mars or Jupiter and Earth and whatever. And they know that they can set things up in orbit at these points, and these different gravity wells would move it around in a set way. And it's at this L2. And the reason it's a million and a half, or they wanted it to be a million and a half miles away, was it's so it's far enough away. You haven't got any atmospherics that are going to mess around with um, the, the pictures. Yeah, so they're going to be clear. So your instruments are going to get a really good thing. And, of course, you haven't got the sun or, you know, yeah, you've got the Earth's al albedo, yeah. which is like its reflective capacity, right. which interfering right. with anything. So it's out. But the point is, you've got to get something that's bigger than the Hubble out there working 
and you can't exactly walk out there if something goes wrong. Right. You then can't, this is, this you can't is, just this send is, something and say, you know what, we're going to fix that by four exactly. o'clock next Tuesday, you know? So always in the back of their mind, they go, what, 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 what happened with the Hubble? But with this, yeah, the mirror, the mirror is like, um, there's 18 sort of mirrors that make up the one big one. And it's it's like they're made of beryllium coated in gold, and it does look golden. But the thing was, it also wouldn't fit open within the Ariane rocket. So basically, they had to compact it down. So they had to do it. So, so many designs went in. So they actually did it in such a way, a way where the... Um, the sun shield, which is five layers, there's five layers of sun shield, yeah, that would open up when it was out there at a million and a half miles. When it initially got out into Earth's orbit, it had to, first of all, put out its solar array, so it's powered up and then it could move. And right. when it was out there, they'd designed the mirror that both sides had folded in, so it had to automatically fold out and then lock precisely. Otherwise, nothing, no images would happen. All of this... They had to do the um, all the, the computing for it, write the programs for it, test it, and it had to happen. And all these little pulley systems had to trigger and get these five layers. An amazing feat. It's an amazing feat. And they actually got it all to work precisely. And, yeah, initially everybody was talking about it's going to look back down there and you're going to see the galaxies and, like, that was the first picture. But it also does the amount of data that's coming back. Now, Whereas Hubble does use the infrared wavelength, the James Webb uses two. And when you see a picture of the Hubble, which you will have taken a picture of, say, um, the nebula, yeah? Any nebula. You see, like, a, a big dust cloud, don't you? With points of light in it. And yeah. these are nurseries where stars are made. But the James Webb, because it uses more than one part of the wavelength, it sees through the dust. And you can actually see the stars properly. You can see inside, it, yeah. It's amazing it is it is working so well and some of the pictures you could do the pictures are out there um i think it's on um the webtelescope.org website and yeah, people could just a, go yeah you just you can just go out there and it, it is people go and have a look and see this thing i mean it was just launched on christmas day it's just amazing and then basically seven months later the first pictures started come back in Wonderful. Here's a question. Here's a question. You're obviously you're familiar with with this telescope. Do you know how long it took them to build it? This program went on for 24 years. 24 years. Okay. All right. So it's been in place people, since... people's it's... lifetime. This people applied themselves to this. I think it's it was over 20 years. I'm pretty sure it's about 24. But it's 24 years. So people have been involved in this. Some of them have been involved from the beginning. And if you can imagine, they're on the edge of their seat. The Ariane, I mean, if you remember, the Ariane, one of the Ariane rockets blew up, didn't it, on test? It did, yeah. Yeah, boom. I mean, you're giving it. So you've got the Hubble that didn't work to start with in the back of your mind, and then you got the Ariane rocket blew up the other day. And yeah, you're giving and it, you got 20-something years worth of work that yeah. you're putting you're on it, that. Wow. Yeah. But what a team. What an amazing accomplishment. Some people go, oh, yeah, but... To actually put this all together, and it did cost a lot of money. It did cost a lot of money. It did, but, but it, look what we're learning. Look what we're oh learning. Oh God! Of that. I mean, it's there. It's bringing stuff back. But people say, "Well, who wants to look back in time and see we know where we came from?" Yeah. Okay. Right. It doesn't just do that. Right. It has other stuff on board. It has other sensors and other indicators. Right. Now, basically, the infrared wavelength. Right. 
which gives us our views of all these wonderful things in space. They have, it has a spectrometer on board, right? I think it's called a, a split-way spectrometer or something like that. And it can look at solar systems. It, can, it, it It's looking for planets. So what it does is that now a habitable planet will obviously be within a solar system with the sun, right? So as a planet goes past the sun, it actually views the atmosphere and it can actually pinpoint how the as the light goes through the atmosphere what key gases are there and everything else and so it's going to be looking for habitable world habitable worlds and possible habitable worlds etc 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 this is a tool that could change or at least give us answers whether there is somewhere or there ain't because you've had questions before, such as we've had theories, we've had other things put out there that have looked and gone, wow, yeah, there's all these. I remember one when they went, well, we've got, um, I mean, like our sun. Our sun is a yellow dwarf. Yeah, so everybody goes, well, we'll just look for a, um, see how many yellow dwarfs there are in the galaxy, and then that will give us a, a percentage chance of um, how many possible habitable worlds there are. Not quite easy, but they went for a look. But then they, one of the biggest things they didn't think about was well, what point is the actual star in development? I mean, it took our sun billions of years to get to where we are now, and that could be either an older one or a younger one, and that could make a massive difference on it a lot uh, at all, you know, and the habitable zone. It's immense. But this is just a wonderful thing. I mean, the size of it, if you think about it, you've got this massive mirror, which then has a focal point, but it's sitting on these um, um, sun shields, which are out. It's, it's, it's like a big silver surfboard, pointy surfboard, really. I mean, that's about 70 feet by about 47 feet. It's quite a big thing. And then this upright, and this mirror sitting on it, and it's out there and it's feeding back so much data. And I personally think it is, it's an amazing achievement. So make sure it all goes right, and it's a million and a half miles out there. I mean, if people want to understand, the moon is a quarter of a million miles away, approximately. And this is a lot further at six times the distance. So it's a long way out. You just don't take a trip out of it to fix it. Maybe in the future we'll be able to, if, if you know, if it all goes well. But yeah, we're gonna yeah. have to. Uh, we're gonna have to get Voyager one and two back too. <laughs> they're uh, they're quite a bit further out there, I think. Yeah, they're 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 off out there. But I mean, they are achievements. Yeah, yeah, they're, true. They're, they're, they're massive sure. achievements. They were sure. they were they were done at a time when people just wanted to get oh get it out there. This is who we are. I'm sorry, but if somebody discovers that and then pops over here now and goes, do you know these people who invented this? Where are they? Because <laughs> you don't seem to be the same people anymore. You're not. You're not the. You're not the smart people that 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 invented this. I mean, can you imagine if one of these, you know, if something like that actually happened and they meet Biden or Trudeau? Can you imagine? Good lord, that's our leader. Yeah, right. Yeah, but. No, I'll tell you what this does for me. Uh, a human endeavor like this gives me hope. And that is what I need. And that is what everybody needs. A little bit of hope there, you know? I, I honestly, yeah. And, and you know something? Another, I think another, uh, another 1950s, 60s style boost would do that. You know, another, uh, another venture into space. And you, you got guys like Musk. And we talked about Musk before. You got guys like Musk that are, they're trying I don't know what Branson is doing. I think his Virgin uh, Galactic or whatever. I think they just filed for bankruptcy. I think it's a, a lost cause. I, I don't I, know what he, Bezos is doing. He, he, he had his moment in time and 
it's all steam since then. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's it's been gone. He he got up and got his, and so now I think it's it's over for him. Yeah, it was he he what there's so many people there are people now. I mean, you say you just mentioned a word. Voyager craft. Yeah. There is actual um uh, a company called Voyager something and they're supposed to be when the ISS is supposed to be decommissioned by the end of the decade, I think there's a god there's a there's um a new one in the pipeline because the ISS is funded by several nations and Russia is one of them and I think in the new one I think they kind of call it Star Lab or something. Yeah, and you've got Bezos who if I understand it correctly, Bezos wants to put a hotel up there. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, can you imagine? Yeah. You want to say, you want to hear something even more freakier than that? Uh, Klaus Schwab will be one of the attending <laughs> no. guests. I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, this 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 is really crazy. You know the um, the big incident to do with the Titanic. Well, yeah, it sank. Or are you talking uh, no, about no, the yeah the, the submarine the, um, submersible uh-huh. that didn't uh-huh, yeah. work and went pop? Yes. Well, that, that that the co-creator of that idea is part of a group that wants to put a floating something in the atmosphere of Venus. I couldn't think of a worse place to go, tell you the truth. I was going to say, I don't think I'd want to go there. <laughs> uh, it's, if, I, if I understand it correctly, um, the Soviets at the time sent a probe to yep. Venus. Yep. And I've actually listened to the recording that is public. It's online. You can go and listen to it. But I mean, it's not really much to hear, but you can actually hear what goes on. It's very inhospitable uh, on that planet. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, anything that goes there is crushed in minutes. And the actual atmosphere is so corrosive. Yes, it's nasty. It's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, it is nasty. Oh, yeah, but he's uh, the, 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 the ideas of this. And I was. <laughs> I well, so we, we could, we didn't, we had something crushed here in the ocean. So we got to go there now and crush something <laughs> there. What? It, it's crazy. He goes, I know I'm not a scientist and I'm not an engineer, but there's this is what we would like to do as a group and get this out there. And we've been thinking it over for years. I'm giving it. You Keep really thinking. are big. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but he goes, and obviously they use the lines as line of, yeah, we've got the science to do this. Yeah, what? I've heard that. No. Mars, moon, Mars, stepping stones, asteroid belt. Those are the three stepping stones. That would that be a, need. a yeah. That would be a, a perfect thing to concentrate on to get your feet wet. I agree. I agree. Because you've got the moon is close. Yeah, got to get back to the moon. The Mars, got the Mars is semi habitable, and the asteroid belt has all the materials you need. The materials, yeah, perfect. But that's a hands up to those James people at NASA and everybody that was involved in the James Webb. So proud of you guys. And it makes me wonder, yeah, it makes me wonder, because you know they're working on something else. I wonder what the next part of the project is that they've got in the pipeline. Well, I tell you what, with all the data coming back, I that that is, I just hope it, if you think, if it can sit out there and beam back for 10 years, that'd be lovely. The data. Yeah. God the the data. Yeah, just, yeah. You'd, we'd need new systems to catalog all the data we'd be taking in. But it just, just. Uh, you'd be mapping all manner of things. You've got the people that have their uh, scientific ideas about dark matter, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Always, even with the Hubble or everything that we create and put out there to look for stuff, that, that always comes back with something. We didn't expect that. And I'm just waiting for that unexpected moment just to see what it is. It'll be just great. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, it's been a uh, it's been a great conversation. This was going to be one of our shorter ones. Do you have anything else? 
You have another topic you want to you want to cover? Uh, not in the moment. Not in the moment. Okay. I'll All be right. fine. I'll just let this go because I'm still. It it makes me smile. It makes me beam. It makes me feel comfortable. And uh, yeah, that's good enough for me. Sorry, it's okay. a short one. No, that's okay. That's okay. The uh, the shorter ones are actually a lot more fun, especially when they're not political. I mean, I know I mentioned dear old Klaus in there, but you know, I don't I don't want to see him in any space hotel. I'm going to be going. To. No, you can't get away from me either. That's just terrible, isn't it? On world or off world. Anyhow been a great conversation my friend we will see you at the end of the week first part of next week thank you for being here today thank you to all the listeners god bless everyone and have a great evening you're welcome